Welcome back, everyone, to another segment of Rabbi Jeff's Pirkei Abashir, where we attempt to understand the meaning behind the instructions of our sages and how it's relevant to our lives today. We do this, of course, using the thoughts of our teachers before us and try to make them applicable to our times. Feel free, please, to contact me with any comments or questions at rjfromlj at aol.com. Today's Mishnah is Perak Aleph, Mishnah Beis, Chapter 1, Mishnah 2. He was from the leftovers of the man of the Great Assembly. Hoya Emer used to say, on three things the world stands, So we mentioned yesterday that everywhere you look, we know that on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur we say, that prayer, repentance, and charity are Marvirin, they remove an evil decree. And we also said that if you look at a machzor, you're going to find three little words that are up in top of tshuva, tefillah, and staka. The three little words that you're going to find on top of them are stone, on top of the word tshuva, which is fasting, kol, which is voice or sound, and on top of the word tshuva tzlaka, you're going to find the word mamon, which is money. So you're going to see tzom, kol, and mamon on top of the words tshuva tzlaka. So what's happening here? So I'll tell you as follows. We spoke yesterday about the three relationships that a person has to develop in their lifetime. And I'm going to spend a little more time on this because this is really the ikr, I think the, the main point of this mission, that, that our life and our world is actually a three-faceted world. And that there are, there are parts of our world which are meant to teach us and to connect to our insides. There are parts of our world that are meant to connect and to guide us in our relationship with God. And there are parts of our world that are meant to, to teach us and guide us in our relationships with other people. I think that if we take the commandments of the Torah, you will find, and I'm going to show you this in a little while, but if we take the commandments of the Torah, you will find those commandments that deal with developing ourselves as human beings. You're going to see those commandments that deal with developing our relationship with God and those commandments that develop our relationship with other people. And I think that this is built into the system. And therefore, God tells us that if you want to be if you want to rip up an evil decree on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, so then there are three things that are needed. And what are those three things? They are a perfection of Torah, Avodah, and Gemilus Chasadim. How does that work? Because what is Torah? As we mentioned yesterday, Torah is really the perfection of the human being, the taking of the human being and developing the human being as a human being as opposed to just being an animal or an organism that exists. And therefore, part of that is tshuva, that the human being has the ability to be able to correct himself, to raise himself, to fix himself. And he uses the Torah as his guide of the kind of person that he needs to become. Tefillah is avoda, service of God, that we understand that when, when, we're, when we talk about avoda, we really mean avoda sacrobanos, we really mean the service of sacrifices, but nowadays, we don't have the service of sacrifices. And what we have in its place is we have the concept of tefillah. 
And tzedakah is a form of gemilus chasadim. It's a form of acts of loving kindness. So therefore, in the Mishnah, when it tells me the world stands on three things, Torah, Vodah, Gemilus, Chasadim, and then God tells me that if you want your year to be a different year, and you want to improve yourself, you want to change the lot of your life, you want to change the direction of your life, then you have to work on three areas. Those three areas manifest themselves in Tshuva, Tefillah, and Tzedakah. Now, if you boil that down one more level, what is the vehicle for Tshuva? The vehicle for Tshuva itself is fasting. Fasting is the decentralization of the physical existence and the ability to be able to focus on the spiritual existence. The vehicle for tefillah is kol, is the sound, is the voice of a person. You can't have tefillah without having an ability to be able, you can't, without lifting up your voice, without, without, without um, speaking and being audible, there is no tefillah. And tzedakah is mamon, is money is the use of our money. Now, why does that have to be inside of a, of a machzer? Just tell me, I get it. Because there's a message that's being sent in the words, tzom kolin mamon. Now, most of you don't know me yet, don't, don't know me well enough. What I'm going to do now is, is not, not, not necessarily, though I have no problem with it, but I don't live uh, in the world of gematria. I think the gematrias are very important, but I don't live in the world of gematria. But there is an incredible rational gematria that needs to be needs to be understood from these words, which sends a message to the essence of these three words. Som, kol, and mamon. If you take the gematria of the word som, it comes out to 136. You take the gematria of the word kol, and it comes out to be 136. And you take the gematria of the word mamon, and it comes out to be 136. And the message that we're being sent by putting the words tzom, kol, and mamon on top of the words tshuva and tfil and tzedakah, which supplant the words Torah, avoda and gemilus chasadim, is to tell us that these three, these three concepts are a tripod, and they become necessary and obligatory to develop in the life of a person. We often think that if I develop my avayda, I develop my service to God, I daven well. And I'm really makbid about my davening, very careful with my davening. And I'm careful with, with, with making sure I daven every day and the way that I daven every day. But I'm not such a mensch to other people, and I don't really spend much time in learning Torah, so then I'll balance that from the fact that I'm so careful with my davening. Or there are many people, unfortunately, that pour their lives into their davening and into their learning, but their relationships with other people are not really so great. Or there are Jews that say that, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a wonderful person. I live by the, by the golden rule and I live by the, by the Ten Commandments. I'm a person, an ethical person, a moral person, but they're not a particularly God-connected person or a particularly in tune person with themselves and with their own, their own kochas and powers. What we're being taught is, is that the world stands on three things, not two and a half, not one. The world stands on three equal things. It's a tripod, that each one of them is necessary for the other. Som, kol, and mamun, the voice, the fasting, and the money are equal to each other. 136, 136, 136. But it doesn't stop there. 136 times 3 equals 408. What's 408? When Aaron 
was told to go into the Beis HaMikdash, into the Holy Temple, and to go into the Kodesh Kadashim, into the Holy of Holies, the Torah tells us, Bezos Yavo Aaron El HaKodesh. With this, Aaron should go into the Holy of Holies. Now, if you look at Pasha's Achrimos, you will see that what it's really talking about is, is that there is a certain sacrificial system that has to be in place for Aaron to be able to go into the Holy of Holies. And he has to have this animal and this bull and the sprinkling the blood and doing the whole thing. But if you take it off, off the literal sense of the Pasuk, it's also telling me how Aaron has to be prepared to go into the Holy of Holies. Once a year, the high priest is allowed to go into the Holy of Holies. Bezot. Yavo Aaron Kodesh. And what is Zot in Gematria? 408. With the perfection of Torah, Avoda, and Gemilus Chasadim, with the perfection of a relationship with himself, a relationship with others, and a relationship with God, that's when the Kohen Gadol can go into the Holy of Holies. You and I enter into the Holy of Holies on a constant basis. When we enter into our own Holy of Holies, our own inner sanctum and inner connection with God, we are entering into that Kodesh Kadashim. When we stand in Shemona Esrei, one day it'll come up in one of the Mishnayas that we learn, and I will show you that the way that we daven is we daven the Beis HaMikdash. The whole format of our prayer service during the week, and, and even on Shabbos, the whole format of the prayer service is the building of the Beis HaMikdash. Until we finally end up in Shemona Esrei in the Amida which is the Kodesh Kadosh and the Holy of Holies. In order to go into that Holy of Holies, there has to be a hachana, preparation. What's the preparation? Tzom kol mamun. It has to be Torah, Avodah, Gemilus, Chasadim. There has to be a perfection of our inner selves, a perfection of our relationship with God, and a perfection of our relationship with other people. Friday night, now we're davening. We say a very beautiful thing. We say, Ish ba'ar lo yeda. An Ishbar, a boorish man, lo yeda, will not know. Uxil, and a fool, lo yavin ezos, will not understand this. Now, if you look at the book of Mishlei, it spends a lot of time on Uxil. One of the characters, so to speak, in the book of Mishlei. Uxil very often is described by Shlomo Melech as a person who does not see the full picture. A ksil is a person. A ksil is a person who is who only sees a part of the picture. You know, a great example I give of a ksil. A ksil is a person who doesn't see things to the end. I'll give you two two great examples. One is you invite a person for a seder. They come to your seder, and they're sitting and they're waiting. And, you know, you bring out the carpus and they think, oh, we start to eat, you know, and eat a little bit. And then they're waiting and waiting and waiting. And you get to one page and you get to another page. You talk to Chachon, the, the four sons. And then you get to Mithila and then you get to Dayenu. And, and they're starting to burst already. You know, it's what, this is what I came for. There's no food. What's going on here? And when you get to the very end of Hallel, of the, of the first two paragraphs of Hallel, they've had it. They turn to you and they say, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I really need to run. And they walk out. And as soon as they walk out, now you sit and eat. The seal, the fool, if you would just have waited and looked over that hump and just seen the big picture, you would have seen that it's all, it's all coming. The meal is there. This was all just this preparation. Even another example. There was a, um, a, a television program when I was growing up 
called My Favorite Martian. So they, they made it into a movie. And the opening, the opening of the movie touched me tremendously. What was the opening of the movie? So it showed Martians in a spaceship, and they were, and, and they were, you know, the, the spaceship was going over, over Mars, looking for life on Mars. And the, the space rover, I think it was, whatever, and, and it gets to the very edge of a precipice. And there it looks over an entire, an entire vista of the planet Mars, and it sees nothing. And you hear them, you know, call back to mission control. No, there's no life on Mars. And then as they start pulling back, the camera pans out. And right under the mountain, there was a party going on with thousands of Martians. And life was bustling. And if they only just would have looked past the crest, then they would have recognized that there was plenty of life there. Very often, what a seal is, is a person that doesn't go to the end that doesn't see things all the way through, sees only a part of the picture. Every Friday night we mention this, ish bar lo yeda, that a person who is a boor is never going to understand, but a ksil, a person who is a fool, lo yavin es zos, will never understand this, zot, 408. A person who just has Torah and avoda, a person who has avoda and gemilus chasadim, but a person who does not have the vision of seeing all three of them, Torah, Avoda, and Gmilus Chasadim, Lo Yavin Ezos, is never going to come to full, a full development of the perfection of the human being. And that's those words, Tzom Kol Mamon, sitting on top of Chubat Filat Staka, that's what those words tell me, that it's a full picture. This is what a Jew is about. A Jew is about worrying about this three-pronged attack. A Jew has to worry about his development in Torah, his development in Avodah, and his development in Gemilus Chasodim. And what I, what I posit is that that access, access of Torah, Avodah, Gemilus Chasodim, informs our entire existence as Jews. We say, and this will bring me, though I'm not going to do it today, but this will bring me to the next step, which is the three-pronged attack, which Levi asked about yesterday, of why threes? Because a human being is made up of three parts. A human being is made up of nefesh, ruach, and neshama. He's made up of emotions, he's made up of instincts, and he's made up of intellect. And Torah, Avoda, and Gemilus Chasadim speaks to those, I'll develop this further tomorrow, but speaks to those three levels. And that's why the rabbis each said three things. Because the rabbis in the previous Mishnah were actually, in a fancy way, when they said, we're really only telling you Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. Because it's all about developing these three aspects of our existence. The Torah is there to lift up and develop and massage the Gemilus Chasadim, the, 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 the Ruach, the Nefesh, and the Neshama. I'm going to do this quickly, but if you take a look, you will see that we have three Avos. We don't have four Avos. We have three Avos. Oh, then you'll say, but wait a second, we have four Emos, we have four mothers. No, we don't. We have three mothers. Do we have an, an A and a B, right? Yaakov's two wives, Rachel and Leah, it's, 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 it's Mam A and Mam B. We have three kochos, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Gemilus, Chasadim, Avoda, 
and Torah. There are three ways to tell a Jew. Three signs. Rachmanim, Baishonim, Gomle Chasadim. That we are merciful, we are modest, and we are kind. Torah, Avodah, Gemilus Chasadim. There are three midos, three characteristics that we need to remove from ourselves. Kina, Taiva, Kavod. The opposite of Ruach, of our emotions, our instincts, and our intellect. And again, I'm going to develop that further. We have three signs, mitzvos. We have Shabbos, we have Bris, and we have Tfilin, Torah, Avodah, Gemilus Chasadim. A woman is, is in, in charge of three mitzvos. Chala, Mida, Hadlaka Saner. Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. There were three things that we didn't change in Mitzrayim. Our names, our dress, our language. Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. There are three brachos that we give to a baby at his bris. That he should be zocha to Torah, to Chuppah, and to Masim Tovim. Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. We daven three times a day. Shachras, Mincha, Mairev. Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. You getting it? Every single thing that we have is based on this tripod. Because every single, every single experience that we have, every single aspect that we have is to develop, not just to develop one of those three, but that's the development of the totality of the human being. Even if you look at Purim, there are three aspects of Purim. There's Megillah, there is Suda, and there, there is Mishloach Manos and Thomas Levionim. Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. The Gemara says, beautiful. You want to tell a Jew, look at three things. Kiso, Koso, Kaso. Look at the way he spends his money. Look at the way he indulges himself. And look at what he gets angry about, what he becomes passionate about. Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. The Jewish people are split into how many groups? Kehanim. Levian, Yisraelim, Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. God has three keys that he doesn't give over to man, that he holds onto. Rain, birth, and resurrection. Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. There are three gifts that God gives the Jewish people that, that, that are only acquired through Toil, Torah, Eretz Yisrael, Olam Haba, Torah, Afayda, Milus Chasadim. Now comes the kicker. There are three commandments that we are told, Yarod Val If somebody comes to you and says that you are transgressed this commandment or I'm going to kill you, you have an obligation to break the commandment, to break the commandment rather than to die. Because the Torah tells us, So when somebody says, break Shabbos, 
you are obligated to break Shabbos, even if you are obligated to break Shabbos, because the Chaybeim, you have to live by them. However, there are three commandments, Yahareg Val Yavar, that you're never allowed to transgress those commandments, no matter what happens. And what are those three commandments? Avodah idolatry, Shvichos Domin, murder, and Gilui Arayos, immorality. Why are those three commandments? There are many, many important mitzvahs in the Torah. Why are those three commandments, idolatry, adultery, and murder, yarad val yavar? These are the commandments that you're never allowed to transgress, no matter what comes your way. Somebody says to you to kill somebody else, or I'm going to kill you, you have to let yourself die. Somebody comes to you and says, you have to worship an idol, or I'm going to kill you, you have to let yourself die. Somebody says that you have to, you have to um, commit a, a sexual crime or I'm going to kill you. You have to allow yourself to die. Why those three? Because what are the pillars of the world? What is the axis upon which the entire world exists? Torah, Avoda, Gemilus Chasadim. What is the opposite of Torah? Immorality. Because if Torah is building me up as a human being, they're differentiating me between a human and an animal then the opposite of that is allowing myself to be like an animal, is immorality, is sexual crimes. What's the opposite of avoda, of service to God? Is idolatry. What's the opposite of gemilus chasadim? Murder. Those are the antithesis of the pillars of the world. And what God is telling us is, is that it's so critical for us to live with building the pillars of the world, that our entire lives are about building up these three pillars, that if we that we're never allowed to tamper with those three pillars, and that if we tamper with them, it's better we should die. We can do anything. You can tamper with Shabbos. You can tamper with with Kashras. You can tamper with other mitzvos, but with those three which serve as the pillars of the world, those you can't tamper with because you can never tamper with the pillars. You can never tamper with the three things that the Olam Omed Bahem, that the world stands on them. That's why Lashon Hara is considered equal to all three. We say that Lashon Hara is Kineged Kulam. It's like murder, idolatry, and adultery because Lashon Hara is the root of that which causes idolatry, that which causes adultery, and that which causes murder, where you really are committing all three in that act of Lashon Hara, of destroying and of decimating the value of a person, of a person's own sense of, of worth and value, and therefore Lashon Hara becomes equal to the three. Beautiful. We now understand what the men, what Shimon Atzadik was telling us. Shimon Atzadik was turning to a generation that was crumbling. It was, it was post-destruction. It was rebuilding a temple. It was trying to find itself. But it had not found itself. It was a tenuous, it was a tenuous Jewish existence at that point. Shimon Atzadik turns to them and says, Build your foundation. Build yourself as a person. 
build your sense of value and worth of nichbados, of sense of honor as a human being, build yourself with your relationship with God and build yourself a relationship with other people. He didn't talk specifics. He didn't talk mitzvos. He wanted to strengthen the very foundation of the Jewish people. Torah, Aveda, Milos Chasadim, all three are equal to each other. All three are critical because that is what makes the total human being. Beautiful. That's today's Mishnah. Tomorrow, I'm going to take this concept of intellect, emotions, and instincts, and I'm going to develop that a little bit further just to show that that is the foundation of the human being, where, where it needs to be, what happens when we abuse that, what happens when we pour the proper amounts of energy into it, and how that stands really as the focus of Torah, Avodah, and Yemilus Chasad.